This is a short podcast about a recent opinion delivered by Advocate General Hogan um, on the compatibility of state aid to a nuclear power station in England known as Hinkley Point C. Um, The Commission had originally adopted a decision approving the aid after a full investigation back in October 2014. Member States Austria, supported by Luxembourg, appealed that decision to the General Court. And in 2018, in July 2018, the General Court dismissed the annulment proceedings brought by Austria against the decision. Now, this is a very important case uh, for numerous reasons, uh, not least because this is the first time the, the Court of Justice will have the opportunity to consider the interaction of two treaties. On the one hand, the European Atomic Energy Treaty, known as the Euratom Treaty, and the Treaty on the Functioning of the European Union, the TFEU. Now, why is that important? Well, the Euratom Treaty, which dates back also to the 1950s, was conceived as necessary to promote nuclear energy. At the time, nuclear energy was seen uh, to be an extremely important source of fuel um, that would allow people to have access to cheap and it was considered safe and clean energy. So getting rid of dirty coal. However, uh, that treaty um, did not contain very clear rules on either competition or on state aid. And as time has gone by and it has been established that nuclear energy um, is very difficult to to finance and that new nuclear plants need state support, the rules on state aid have become very controversial in the nuclear sector. A second reason why this case is very important is that this is a member state, Austria, challenging a decision adopted um, to approve aid granted by another member state, the UK. Now, it's not uh, very frequent that one member state challenges a decision approving aid to another member state. So the Commission normally only faces challenges to its decisions by either competitors of the company, the beneficiary of that aid, or as also has been the case with Hinckley, by NGOs such as Greenpeace, um, who have tried to to stop nuclear projects. A recent example um, would also include uh, the Hungarian plant PAX-2, which the Commission also approved um, not so long ago. This too has been challenged um, by Austria and also by several NGOs, and those cases are pending. So this case um, is very important, and the Advocate General's opinion indicates how important and sensitive the case actually is. Now, normally the courts can get rid of rather sensitive political cases um, 
through the standing rules. So it's actually quite difficult for an NGO, and in many cases also a competitor, to challenge a final decision by the Commission. The bar for standing is high. But for a member state, uh, there is really no bar. A member state has a right to challenge, albeit that that right is very rarely exercised. So this opinion is important because the Advocate General makes it very clear that um, the court should not be seen as an arena to fight out political controversies. In other words, if Austria doesn't like nuclear power, and if Austria uh, wants to make sure that no nuclear plant is built, then in the Advocate General's view, it should have withdrawn from the very treaty uh, that, it, that supports nuclear power, and that is the Euratom Treaty. So what the Advocate General basically says is that Austria has signed up to that treaty when it acceded to the Union, and therefore it should accept that the development of nuclear power is a core objective of the European Union. A second prong to um, the Advocate General's argument that we have to look at constitutional rights and obligations as opposed to whether one country likes nuclear or does not is, of course, Article 194, Paragraph 2 of the TFEU. This is the famous clause on the energy mix and each member state has a right to determine its own energy mix. He recalls that right as well. And putting these two treaty rights together, uh, he concludes that the UK has a right to determine its own energy mix. And if it chooses nuclear, it is entitled to do so. What are the implications then for the Commission, given this constitutional framework? Well, here the Advocate General um, is clear uh, that the Commission has a fairly narrow task. Now, normally, when the, the Commission approves state aid on the basis of Article 107, paragraph 3, little c of the treaty, um, it um, will look at whether the project in question serves a common interest. And in this case, um, the question of whether a nuclear power plant could serve the common interest was one of the hotly disputed points um, in uh, the challenge to the Commission's decision before the General Court. Now, the General Court said that um, it agreed with the Commission, that the Commission um, had demonstrated uh, that the nuclear power project in the UK served an object of common interest in the UK. So it was sufficient, the General Court said, and, and again, here it upheld the Commission, um, to look at this concept of common interest, not um, as an interest shared across the Union, but the interest of one member state. And the Commission, backed by the Court, the General Court, had said that um, the UK had an interest, an object of public interest, in fact, um, to ensure that um, the aid would provide new nuclear energy on the UK market 
um, faster than this would have been the case without the aid. So that was the object of public interest, to speed up the facilitation and development of nuclear power in the UK. Now, the Republic of Austria challenged that line of thinking and said, no, we have to look at the common interest across the Union. This is an EU concept, it's not a national concept. Now, the Advocate General rejects both um, lines of argument um, and says, in fact, we don't have to look at the objective of the aid at all. That is not what's required of the Commission. It's not up to the Commission to decide whether something has a common uh, purpose or a common interest. It's not up to the Commission to consider whether it promotes environmental objectives or otherwise. The key point for the Commission, says the Advocate General, is to check within the terms of Article 1073 of the Treaty whether the aid will have no negative effects on trade in the common market and whether or not it will distort competition. And that's it. And this is really important because what the Advocate General is saying is that the test for the Commission is fairly low, that it only has to show that the aid facilitates certain economic activities and it should not adversely affect trading conditions to an extent contrary to the common interest, i.e. to the interest of ensuring the internal market. And in this case, the Advocate General says it's the internal market for nuclear, not the wider uh, market for electricity. So this means, in effect, um, that the Commission um, has a very limited room for manoeuvre and it only has to show that there is no adverse effect on trade um, to the extent contrary to um, the interests of the internal um, energy market here, the nuclear market. And given that Hinkley Point actually only represents a fairly small share of energy in the UK and the likely impact of uh, the support um, to nuclear in the UK on the wider European market was considered to be fairly low by the Commission, then the Advocate General reaches the conclusion that the Commission had properly motivated its decision. Now, this is a fairly uh, radical um, approach uh, because the case law has tended to point to the need for the Commission to establish that aid does serve some common interest objective and should remedy a market failure. And in this way, the Commission was encouraged to look at the economic consequences of the aid and to look at the impact of aid on markets and market shares. But if that is no longer necessary, then the Commission has a much lighter balancing test uh, to conduct. And it may be easier for it um, in cases like this, um, in aid to nuclear, to approve 
that aid without taking into consideration uh, related objectives such as environment or even uh, perhaps uh, the need to ensure um, the transition to a net zero um, carbon economy. Those are all, at least from the point of view of the Advocate General, irrelevant. And therefore, he recommends that um, the General Court um, was to be considered to be in, um, fully entitled to dismiss the challenge um, brought by Austria and the Commission's decision for the UK should be upheld. Now, as a very last and final point, one could say, well, wait a minute, this is all irrelevant. Um, the UK has left. So why are we looking at the state rules, state aid rules anyway? Um, and why are we even looking at the Euratom Treaty? Well, the um, agreement between the UK and uh, the EU provides that cases that were commenced uh, prior to the UK's departure can still be heard by the courts. And so this case um, can rumble along and we will probably see the, the Court of Justice um, taking its position on the relationship between the Euratom Treaty and the state aid rules in the Treaty on the Functioning of the EU perhaps sometime before the end of this year. Thank you.